with Eileen. And we're back with another episode. Um, welcome back to the Life and Curly Cues podcast with me, Eileen. This is episode... What episode are we on? This is episode 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've come far. And that voice that you're hearing, right, that you just heard is a returning guest who is here for the second episode. So it's been a while, um, a long time. That episode aired, I think, in like March. Yeah. And so I'm back with my mama, Janet. Hey, everybody. And I'm happy to have her back for this special episode. Um, we already heard her adulting story. So this episode, <laughs> we are actually going to have a little update chat with her. Um, in all the past episodes this past few months, I've been talking about a project that I've been working on. And that project was working with my mother. And so I mentioned a lot, but today I wanted to chat with chat. Still can't English. I wanted to chat with my mother about this project because this project has been six months happening and it just ended and so I wanted to kind of get interview her a little bit <laughs> so to say um, officially be the first person to interview her about the project yeah. as it ended because she's about to get bombarded with questions yeah. by other people so I get to beat everyone to it. Oh, yeah. And I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, thank you for inviting me. And it's true because tomorrow we'll, we'll start with everybody asking <laughs> exactly. about it. Yeah. Exactly. So it, for anyone who has didn't listen to the second episode, definitely go back and listen to the second episode if you haven't already done so. And if you have and you want to listen to it again, go for it. Um, you'll hear a little bit about my mom's story. But uh, Mom, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the project itself that you've been working on. Not anything that's happening right now at Distant, but kind of just reiterate what was this project that you worked on. So, yes, everybody. My, I, if you remember last episode, <laughs> in case you didn't listen to the last episode, um, I have a nonprofit organization that helps military families with language barriers and veterans especially um, Hispanic families. And um, we receive a grant from Facebook. My gorgeous people from Facebook that love us very much. Her BFFs. Um, gave us a grant. Um, and 6,000 people applied for this grant and they only chose um, 150 and my organic from 65 different countries around the world and um, my organization was the one that one of them that got picked which is pretty awesome I know very very awesome and I still can't believe it so the past six months my project um, and my proposal for this grant was um, to provide um, some a summit around the country uh, we wanted to do six summits to bring together military spouses with language barriers um, because we have never done it before and it hasn't done been done before for hispanic families anywhere so we're the pioneers again um, with these events um, but we wanted to emphasize um, in english classes for military spouses but also um, 
citizenship classes to those military families and spouses that uh, have immigration issues. So our proposal was actually two projects, English classes for military families and citizenship classes. And both of that, we wanted to do it for free for them. So it was a lot of work. <laughs> I can attest to that. Yes, it was a lot, a lot, a lot of work. I didn't know it was going to be that much work. Um, but it was very uplifting every time we finished a summit. Um, we were very tired, but I would go to bed and just remain it's like everything mm -hmm. that happened and if I could see the faces of everybody mm -hmm. and I could just remember like oh my god I didn't know that existed mm -hmm. or um, I could see um, their smiles their yeah their questions you know like mm -hmm. our speakers we had speakers we had military spouses that came from different parts of the United States and they open up their heart and told mm -hmm. and share experiences in the military life that they hadn't experienced. Yeah. They haven't shared with anybody. So that for me was one of the bigger moments because we gave the spouses a voice mm -hmm. um, and they felt secure and safe around us to speak up and mm -hmm. tell them, uh, tell it us was, their stories. You kind of created a safe space yes. in a way, and 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 I think that's that's what we are. We're a safe space mm -hmm. uh, because we make sure that first of all they know that we're a family, mm -hmm. and two that everything that we share together stay with us. You exactly. know, exactly. There is a, a commitment of confidentiality, and, um, and that's very important. Very important. So. Um, we did a lot. We did, <laughs> we did a lot in this project. <laughs> and we have about, <clears throat> right now, we have about 700 military spouses taking free English classes. That's awesome. We have about 100 military spouses taking citizenship classes for free. Um, we have some that already finished the regular classes. So what we did was... Um, Whoever finished those um, first English classes that were just um, basic English and um, grammar English, mm -hmm. we bought um, advanced courses online uh, with the grant. So we will be giving those spouses that finished that letting basic them continue one, their yes, education. we're giving them an advanced class online so they can for free so they mm -hmm. can um, continue. Yeah. continue to grow in, in this. It's very important. I mean, in English is important in military life. So yeah, we need military to know the life and everyday life. Yeah. It's kind of like a universal language, Correct. so to and, speak. And to progress in this life, you need to know English. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's necessary. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, we l love to talk Spanish, but <laughs> um, it's necessary. It's mandatory. Yeah. It's, I mean, we need it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of questions sure. for you that I typed up to be my professional interview self. Go ahead. But first I wanted to mention, um, I just thought of this as you were sharing kind of an update as to what the project was, but how fitting that, um, we're talking about this summit that you hosted for Hispanic military spouses during the month of Hispanic I heritage know. month, which is like such a cool way to show off 
our culture and our heritage. Well, we just finished, yeah. Yeah, because we finished right as Hispanic, her- yeah, Hispanic started, Heritage yeah. Month was starting. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool to kind of see, yeah. like, the... We spent six months doing all of this leading up to Hispanic Heritage yeah. Month, where now you get to talk about, about the it. impact of it that itself is so true. on those and, spouses. And my goal is to find sponsorship and um, and do six more. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to continue to do this and to reach in every single city that has a yeah. military base. Um, so six per year is my goal. We just need some sponsorship. <laughs> so if you're listening. If you're listening and you got money <laughs> and you want to support military families. Please visit esposasmilitarisusa.org. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> okay. So um, we already answered my first question, which is what have you been working on that type of thing? Um, but what do you, what was a moment um, in this, I call it a tour because you did essentially tour. It's a tour. Um, in this tour, was is there a moment that really stuck out to you? Like one moment. I know you have to pick from a lot, but was, is there one moment that kind of overrides all the other little moments that really stuck out? One moment. <clears throat> Let me think about this because I think every single moment was very special to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I was literally in every single city, in every single summit. I, 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 was, I was speaking in the front. I was trying to capture every phase and every moment. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Let's see. One moment. Mm-hmm. If you can't think of one specifically, then I'll, I'll accept any moment. <laughs> Oh, man, it's just hard. But I'll say, I think there's two moments Mm -hmm. that had a lot of meaning to me. And, well, three. Um, No, four. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Five, ten, twenty. No, I think first is our first... um, Summit of For Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a guest speaker that flew from Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the first time she was sharing her story about how she and her husband and her family were homeless after retiring from the military. And they lost their house and they lost their car. And, and that whole experience for them, it made me... Um, frustrated in part because as an organization or as a leader I didn't know that was going on Mm -hmm. and I felt that I didn't support them the way they needed but we didn't know about it but it made me think that we need to be more open to these situations and Mm -hmm. um, we need to ask because if we don't ask we never know it's gonna go unnoticed it's gonna go unnoticed but I'm so happy and humble that she shared her story with everybody. Um, that was very captivating for me. That was very emotional, too. Mm-hmm. I got back to the room and I was crying <laughs> my butt off. Um, <clears throat> the other one was actually the other speaker that we had at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, she came from... No, she's from Carolina. Yeah. 
and she shared with us um, how they knock on her door and tell her that her husband was injured and she didn't know English and she thought her husband was dead mm-hmm. because she didn't know English. Yeah. And that is just, I still get chills mm-hmm. just to think as a military spouse for 24 years, when you see people in uniform knocking at your door, you everyone just, knows every, that's, you just yeah. think they're dead. Mm-hmm. And I can just imagine what this woman was going through, thinking that her husband was dead because she didn't know English. Mm-hmm. She didn't know what they were saying to her. Yeah. That is my mission. I need to make sure that all my military spouses understand, understand mm-hmm. English and talk English and get involved in the military community. And they're accounted for. It's so important that they are accounted for. Um, that was a, a wow moment for me. And of course, the last one, when we were in our Carolina also, we had um, two spouses, uh, military members, that sit down and share. Mm. Um, yes. And share um, their view. Their view their as, as the a military member. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how we don't see them right Mm -hmm. because we are so caught up with being a military spouse that we forget their side of a view Mm -hmm. and how they're caught up with within the military life themselves there's two sides to every story and that moment was it it allowed not only you but those spouses and it was even a spouse's idea for them to come up which i thought was pretty cool so I uh, it was and it was nice that they had an interaction with other spouses and they were asking questions mm-hmm. and answering questions and um they, I think that was a great moment too because they needed to see their side of exactly the view. Yeah. Um so I want to go over a couple of stats. So this project, I don't know if we've ever mentioned the title. I don't remember in the second. Operation Barrier Breaker. Yes. We stuck with the military theme and we called it Operation Barrier Breaker. Because, let's explain this because a lot of people, (laughs) we say Operation Barrier Breaker and people think the wrong thing. (laughs) Let's clear the air. Let's clear that up. (laughs) Operation Barrier Breaker because we are breaking barriers of language within the military mm-hmm. community. That's where we're calling Yes. That. We're not doing Nothing anything else. else. Whatever you're thinking, you're wrong. It's, it was wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. We're right. <laughs> okay. So again, um, yeah. So it's Operation Barrier Breaker and just a couple stats. So I, um, part of my job during this tour was being kind of your videographer logistics logistics slash event coordinator slash slash every job title that I could have. Eileen and Claudia, it was the right, (laughs) left, hand, feet, head of this whole event. But Eileen was the go girl. I couldn't do this without her. Like, we fought every <laughs> summit. Every summit. Because we're the same person. Oh, my Lord. We fought every summit. We have the same exact personality. Every summit so we, we fought. A lot. But at the end, was like, oh, God, that we did it. <laughs> we survived we did it. it. 
But yeah, so I helped curate a lot of content for her um, to be able to post on social media. Um, I put together videos for her. And in this last video, this recap video I just created, um, I put together some stats for her. And just to show how big and how many different elements were involved. Yeah. Um, she went to six different cities. cities um, five Military s- communities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Five states, six military communities, 400 participants. Which did you think you were going to reach 400? No. Or what? Well, were, before you thought of this, like what? how many people did you think would be well, attending? You know... Um, First of all, I had my doubts, of course, because mm-hmm. there's something that we have never done. Yeah. And the Hispanic community sometimes is... is We're like, a little flaky sometimes. Mm, yeah, like, oh, I don't know if I should go, you know? <laughs> like, is it a scam or yeah. what's... <laughs> Where am I going? Are they going to charge me? Like, is it really are they free? Are going to feed me? <laughs> like, what are they going to sell me? Yeah. You know, we think of we're all very those things. Yes, and we're, we're very skeptical. We're very and skeptical. <laughs> so... At the beginning, I was hoping at least to have, my goal was to have at least 50 spouses Mm -hmm. in each summit. Just because if I have (coughs) at least 50 spouses, those spouses are going to talk and the the word of mouth is going to go out. Yeah. And I have to specify, we are, have grown this much because of word of mouth. Mm -hmm. We started with 10 spouses. Yeah. We're like more than 10,000 all over the world. Mm-hmm. So it, that's how we work. So I knew if we had at least 50 on the first summit, those were going to talk <laughs> to other people. Yeah. And then in the next one, we will have a bigger ground. Mm-hmm. But it all depends of, you know, it's, it's logistics. It's where are you going yeah. Who is available to go? I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that we had the childcare because then those people, spouses, yeah. yeah, a lot of people came because we, we had those available. Um, but yeah, I was expecting 50 people per, per summit mm-hmm. um, or so just to <coughs> see if, if that would work. I was happy to see more in many of them. Yeah. So, yeah. So 400 (laughs) number, that's... That's exceeding. That's that's very good to me. Because, yeah, if you were thinking 50 per, that'd be just 300 people. So you exceeded your overall. But, yeah, so 400 participants, you had about 30 volunteers total yeah. which is crazy because you're a nonprofit so all of the people involved in your nonprofit yeah. they're all volunteers nobody gets paid no one gets nobody paid nobody gets paid in esposas militares yeah. not so even had, me nobody <laughs> so you had 30 people who volunteered at which at total in a span of six different summits and if you think just add those hours because mm-hmm. it was a whole spent day 10 hours yeah each day yeah so 10 hours times 40 people <laughs> times six cities. I mean, it That's was a lot, a of, lot of volunteer mm-hmm. hours and we could have done it without them. No, we couldn't. They no. were excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah. So 400. But Eileen was the lead, you know, <laughs> everybody will ask me, Janet, what do I do? Ask Eileen. <laughs> Janet, what did I do? Ask Eileen. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So 30 volunteers and then you had 18 guest speakers. Yeah. 
in a span of six and a couple were repeats but still the story still impacted yeah. whichever community they were in it was amazing but yeah you had 18 speakers and i think that's i think that's also something that's that was very beneficial to the summit itself because had you just created a summit and you it was just you yeah. talking and like one motivational no, I didn't speaker it wouldn't have been as impactful no. as having a panel yeah. of people talk about yeah. their experiences. I wanted to have the voice of other military spouses mm -hmm. because we it doesn't matter who you have as a speaker. As a military spouse, you can probably reflect on whatever they're saying mm -hmm. because you probably went through that. Yeah. Or you did you haven't and once you it goes through you were like oh my god they talked about they, it they talk about they it saying. at this summit yeah. so um it was important for me to to have other people talking mm -hmm. and giving their views and perspectives of military life and and they're good the bad and the ugly yeah that's good and then the final um statistic that i want to give is that you gave away in person you're going to give away more not in person, but in person, you gave away four checks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that, I think that's what's crazy and astonishing um, that you were ga able to give back. Mm -hmm. Not only did you give back in words, but you gave back in monetary yeah. um, a resource yeah. to four different spouses in person. Um, so kind of share a little bit about what this check was for. Okay, so we had during the summits um, what we call the Citizenship Award. And we were giving away $750, which is the amount of money that it costs to do an application for citizenship. So um, I think three of those... Only one spouse knew that we were going to give mm -hmm. it to them. The other three didn't know. Um, we took them as a surprise, but I kept asking questions and um, different questions while emailed them. <coughs> and they never found out it was for that. Um, so we'll, the way that we give the money is um, it has to be a military spouse that have had already the citizenship um, ceremony or that was the next step in that was the next step in their life that the, they already have a date mm -hmm. for the citizenship award so um, um of course we we need proof so we get receipts or or whatever can prove that they are on the way to do a citizenship yeah. or have done it but um i remember the first one um, I call her on the phone and she needed some help and, and she contacted me and I said, hey, by the way, we're going to go to Fort Bliss and what what is your citizenship status? Like, what is your immigration status? And she said, well, Janet, I just did it. She said, but we are struggling with money because I had to use the money that I had to finish my process mm -hmm. because I had small children and I it's so important for me to, to do this, but he has caused us a lot of money and struggle. And I said, oh, so do you have, like, let's celebrate with you. Can you send me a copy of your certificate? And, and she's like, what do you need that for? And she kept asking and asking. I said, okay. <laughs> so we have this award, and, and she started to cry. She didn't let me finish, and she started to cry and cry and cry. And she said, I just don't know 
like why God sent you. And I get teary eye. I'm sorry. Um, she's like, I don't know why God sent you, but you're here in the right moment. And she said, we really need that money mm -hmm. right now. Um, because we used it, we used it and, and we couldn't. Mm -hmm. And now we're struggling yeah. and, and now you're here. So I was like, yep, I hang up and I cry. And I was like, yep, that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. And I think every single story of those checks that we gave, it was the same story. It mm -hmm. was the same, like, I am struggling and, and, and I haven't done it because of this. People think, one, people think that military families are rich. Not true. Not true. <laughs> Two, um, people think that uh, because you're a military spouse, you are automatically a citizen or, mm -hmm. or get privilege yeah. on the process. Everybody does this process the same way as everybody else and pays the same amount as everybody else. Mm -hmm. um, and three, um, we have military members that are not citizens that are fighting for our country. Mm -hmm. So um, just to put that in perspective, because everybody thinks it's so easy and it's yeah. not. So. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So you got to give it to four people and then. And we have, we have what? Six more? You're giving away yeah. six more. We're waiting for paperwork and yeah. we're giving away six more. That's pretty awesome. But yeah, those are just some of the statistics that I wanted to share um, that I kind of discovered while I was making the video, but I think it's just amazing putting numbers to what was, yeah. what had actually happened and just seeing it all come together is yeah. pretty awesome. Um, my we're giving, I'm sorry to no. interrupt, but we're giving what? 54, um, advanced scholarships for English. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 54. Yeah. yeah. And then you had people coming from, or I mean, you had people who were stationed in those bases that were nearby in those military communities, but you had spouses from all over. Yeah, they drove just to come to the mm -hmm. summit. That would drove drive? Three hours, six hours yeah. just to come to the but summit. Our, but also from like different countries. Yes. You had um, a oh, couple wow. from Spain. Ecuador, um, you Honduras, had uh, Colombia, Peru, Chile, Peru, Chile, Costa Rica. Um, yeah, you had like yeah. pretty much... Almost all of Central America yeah. and a little bit of South, South America. American, yeah. um, and then Mexico, you had Spain, Spain which yeah. I thought was the like most wild one. Because you, you always hear people from somewhere in Central America yeah. or in South America. But then you, you never really come across a lot of people that are from yeah. over the water. Right. Like across yeah. the ocean. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. Um, my next question for you. How did it feel putting faces to voices you've heard oh, in the wow. past or to people you've had a conversation with either online or yeah. over the phone? How did that feel actually finally getting to see them and meet them yeah. face to face? We have been doing this for 11 years and we have some members that have been with us for 10 mm -hmm. years or so. And um, it is it was very uplifting to... Like, I'm so bad with names, mm -hmm. so bad with names, but just to see their faces um, and they will come and say, hey, Janet, I'm so and so, so and so. Yeah. And I just hugged them and yeah. hugged them tight. I was like, oh, my God, because I 
know most of these people's lives, mm-hmm. their struggles. You know their, a lot more about them than their yes, own family knows about yes, them. Yes, exactly. Moments. Yeah, um, and they, I'm their confident, and I'm their their person, the go person. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a lot. Of, I mean, there is thousands <laughs> and thousands of military spouses yeah. that reach out to me and mm-hmm. and um and you know how i am and and everybody criticized me for this but i don't care everybody in my organization has my phone number i know it's crazy <laughs> and um they know and that i think that's the difference mm-hmm. between any organization and mine that went that English that's what makes you sorry to interrupt but that's what kind of makes you more approachable exactly and and, and they trust me yeah mm-hmm. they trust me so they know they can use that phone number in an emergency only mm-hmm. <laughs> but they know that when they need me I'm there and if I don't have an answer I won't stop until I find it exactly and and we will find the resources if we can do those helped with anything that we have we will not stop until we find the resources yeah. that help that person so to see some of them and be able to finally hug them and and say hey you're okay yeah. and hey like what happened mm-hmm. and um it was it was uplifting and it was i think um you know, sometimes you, you hold a heavy heart because you, meaning, in a good way though, meaning that um, you help some of these families and then you don't know what happened. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, like what happened. Yeah, like like the, like if you're reading a book and you get to the end of the book yeah, and then you're like, you're like wait, wait, what happens, what happens next? next? Yeah. So <clears throat> I had many encounters during the summit that I will talk to them and they'll be like Jana you help me with this and I'm like oh my god yeah so now how are you doing and what's mm-hmm. going on and and it's okay to have that feedback and, and have that that closure of yeah. like okay this was good and this happened and so my heart was refill refueling <laughs> every summit mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome um Something that kind of reminded me as you were saying that was, um, oh, what was it? What was it? Oh my goodness. Oh, so I always joke around that, um, you're a local celebrity here in San Antonio, <laughs> but what blew my mind because I have never seen it happen before until this last summit in Maryland, people were asking you for your autograph. I know. <laughs> I feel so weird. That was a whole new level of celebrity it status. Was, it was. It was. <laughs> I felt so weird. But <laughs> I <laughs> I love every single one of those women. Um, it was a, a new experience for me. Yeah. Because I think we told them, you can take whatever. You know, Puerto Ricans and Hispanics, we like to take everything. We go to a party and we like to take everything that's on the table. Yep. So it's like you go to a wedding and you fight you take who takes who wants to take the centerpiece. Exactly. So it was the last summit and I told everybody, hey, you can take whatever you have is on the table because we really didn't want to carry that yeah. bag. Um, but I wanted them to have a momentum, like even momentum. though we gave them a lot. A momentum. A momentum. 
memento. Yeah, a memento. Momentum is like... Oh, okay. So a memento. <laughs> we wanted everybody to have a memento. I still do need an English, see? Um, so we wanted everybody to have a memento, um, even though we gave them a lot of stuff yeah. for free. But um, I told them, I said, hey, you can take the centerpieces or the little um, quotes. quotes and... Um, so they were like, oh, yeah, but sign this. We need to do you, mm-hmm. for you to sign it since it's the last one. And I think they did it as a historic, maybe. It's the first summit, and mm-hmm. they wanted to keep it as a keepsake. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I think that's – it was kind of cute. It was really kind of cute. I, w- I was not expecting it, but it was Neither really kind of cute. And I – I wish I would have done the same, but to keep one and make everybody sign it. It wouldn't have fit. I know, but now <laughs> I'm thinking back, like I could have something for all of them to sign. But anyways. Um, but yeah, I just had to mention that because that was mind blowing. That was a whole new level of your <laughs> status as a celebrity. <laughs> and let's. Let's make this correct. I am not a celebrity. Yes, but. you are. <laughs> you are a celebrity. <laughs> Don't listen to her. Everybody who's anybody knows who she is. Um, next question for you. Is there something you wish you could have added to the summit? Now uh, that you have thought about what could have been, yeah. is there something that you're just now thinking that you wish you could have added? Yeah. You know... I wish I could have done um, so much. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You think of all the good stuff after it's over. (laughs) You know, first of all, we were in crunch time. I mean, this was like, um, this whole process, it was was rough. It was like a year. It was a year process, but we needed to complete everything by September 30th. Yeah. So we literally had six months to do six summits and do all logistics and i mean it was rush i don't even know how we finished it (laughs) (laughs) um and how successful it it was um thanks to you eileen and claudia um, and all the volunteers (laughs) but um i i don't know if if i would have changed anything i think we grew during the process and whatever was not working on the first one, yeah. we fix it for the next one. And I think by the end, we have built the one of the greatest program the, like, I have ever done. Yeah. Like it th- was. Yeah. I think your last summit was the best template yes. as to what to do in yeah, the future. Yeah. It was, we literally took and grew from day one Mm -hmm. and from every summit we added something new and and we did stuff different yeah by the time we got to the last one i remember telling you all the volunteers i want this perfect Mm -hmm. (laughs) i want this summit to be perfect because this is going to be the one that is going to build us to the next one yes um so yeah i i don't I don't know if I would have changed anything. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, after you saying that, it kind of makes sense. You wouldn't necessarily need to change anything because you were essentially changing it while it was happening. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Next question for you. Did you learn something new while hosting 
this tour? That I can talk a lot. <laughs> I know that. That is so true. We had to hold up minute warning signs oh for her God. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then even with that, you still wouldn't listen. Yeah. They will hold <laughs> signs in the back. Two minutes. And I'm like, what? Like, But I'm not done with my story. Um. Oh, my God. You know what I learned about myself? That I could be funny. Oh, yeah. There were so many stories that was funny. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. Like experience, life experiences that were that were funny and people were laughing. Yeah. Yeah. That was different. Yeah. People laugh at other people's struggle moments. Struggle moments. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they laugh at my English struggles. Yeah. But it's because they can also relate. Relate. They relate. They're laughing with you, yeah. not at you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. You just I mean, learned that you're a comedian now. I'm a comedian. <laughs> no, I no, I learned I think I learned how to be more patient. Okay. And I learned how to lose control. Okay. Let go of stuff. Yeah. Like, with my organization and my very structured, detailed... Um, perfectionist. Perfectionist. That's the word. Yes. And... I'm like the mama bear of the organization and I don't like to let go. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's your baby. You like, found it. Yeah. You're the president. That but it sense. was, it's hard for me to, to delegate. Loosen the reins. Loose, yeah. To delegate. So during this whole process, I learned how to delegate other people to help me. Mm -hmm. And that was a growing moment for me. Like, you took care of logistics. Claudia mm -hmm. took care of helping with logistics and planning and yeah. grant paperwork and literally guiding the 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 the, the summit yeah. during the day. No, and the volunteers. I mean, uh, Vilmari covering from far away, helping the logistics with hotels and I. Letting Francis build stuff for us, mm -hmm. you know, for the summit. Um, it was, it was a very big moment for me to delegate and to let loose control. Um, and I think I learned a lot from that because mm -hmm. I had more time to concentrate on other stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um. My. I'm going to say it's my final question, but who knows? I'll come up with another question <laughs> okay. maybe while you're talking. But the final question I have written for you is, what are your plans for the future of Esposas Militares? Wow. So I just finished ba filling out the last report, um, final report. Ooh. Good Lord, I gave birth to that report. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I wish I had this recording to put it in that final report. <laughs> I really need to show the Facebook people this recording. <laughs> well, this episode will be up tomorrow. Yes. Oh, so. great. Because I'm going to be at the Facebook headquarters and yes. I'll be like, you need to listen to this because yes. this is exactly what you need to listen, yes. right? By the time this episode is out, your report will essentially be due. All right, good. <laughs> so um, what was the question again? Um, what are your plans for the future? Oh, for the future. Uh, as the summit or as an organization? Let's do both. Both. Okay, so... As the summit, my goal and my commitment is to do six more CDs every year. So, again, we need sponsorships. 
we need looking for let us know we're looking for brands for people that have money to invest on us we we need to get to six more cities um so that's my goal to go to six more cities every year um we're are close to bases and we can and i want i don't want to reach i don't want to have 50 spouses in there i mm-hmm. want to have more than 100 mm-hmm. i don't want to limit their um the attendance the attendance or the capacity i i want them to be able to come yes and now they know what it is and now they can join us and have fun and of course we change it up a little mm-hmm. bit but that's my goal six months i mean six more cities um and also continue the english classes we have 700 we want to reach 2000 3000 military spouses that need this and i think it's a free is is the more that people know the more that we're going to reach right but we want people that are committed yeah. as we are so if you register for that class I want you to finish that mm-hmm. class. And we have volunteers. I'm going listen, Kayla, they're doing an excellent job pushing this women to like, you committed to yeah. this. You need to finish this homework or you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And we have some stats for that too. Like, I don't even know how many like homework we have corrected for those English classes. Thousands and thousands of it. Um, as an organization, I want, I want, I don't want to be b- a big nonprofit because then you will lose yourself, mm-hmm. right? And I have, s- we have been in this business for 11 years doing this. Literally one of the first nonprofits probably out there for military. Um, and we continue to be small. And I don't mind to be small because we don't lose our mission. Our mission has continued to mm-hmm. be the same. And we probably don't have much money. But our value is it's out of this world. Mm-hmm because the connection that we have with military families and veterans and the commitment that we have. So what I want to see in future years for our organization is for, first of all, for, um, for military families with language barriers and immigration issues to be noticed, to be held, mm-hmm. um, to advocate more for them. Um, and at the same time, being able to probably to help more financially if if it's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. I don't I don't want to change what we're doing right now. Um, yes, we have to grow, right? Because everybody says you have to grow, yeah. Janet. And a lot of people said, um, Janet, but you're so quiet. You're staying in the back. And I said. And he has work for us. Yeah. I have seen so That's many. That's how you get the most. Yes. I guess responses yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it has work for us. Yeah. So what I see, it doesn't mean we don't see what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in the back looking. Yeah. <laughs> but we're acting. Exactly. Like we're not talking. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do as many as surveys that you want. You can do as many... Um, 
um, I don't know, marketing as you want. But if you're not reaching, if you're not engaging, engaging yeah. on those military spouses and families that need, then what is your purpose? Mm -hmm. What what really is your mission? Yeah. So we don't have the kind of money that other organizations have, but I have my military families and spouses that are right there, mm -hmm. and they know we are right here yeah. when they need us. Yeah. That's it. That's a good answer. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's all the questions I had for you um, on this little catch-up interview, yeah, closing interview. Um, yeah. It's been awesome to go on this ride with you thank from you, the Eileen, very beginning. Thank you, for everything. <laughs> Seriously. You're I don't welcome. know how many thank yous I'm going to give you, but it. I could not do this without yeah. you. It's it's not possible mm -hmm. to do this without you. And I know you take your time and, and you have always helped me with the organization yeah. since you were little. Mm -hmm. So you have seen this grow too. Exactly. And I, um, I couldn't do this with nobody else, but you, I won't change thanks. it for a world. Thanks. Thanks. So you're thanks. stuck with me forever. I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was, it was fun to go on the ride and kind of see everything unfold and, be there for essentially history mm -hmm. being made yeah. um but it was pretty cool and a really eye-opening experience because i come my experience in the military community is just being like a military child so learning about the spouse life from you and all those other spouses like that's a whole nother area mm -hmm. that i don't even know about yeah. even though you live with your mom exactly. at the military spouse for 24 years exactly yeah. um so yeah thank you for letting me go on that ride with you and thank you for doing this exit interview so to say thank you <laughs> thank you for inviting me again. <laughs> and thanks for joining me and uh, yeah that's pretty much the end of this um special episode like i said not adulting but we're catching up and talking about a fun project that was happening these past six months and that I always talked about in every episode <laughs> that I, I recorded. Can I say something really quick? Go for it. I really need to say thank you to our Facebook. <laughs> Go for to it. To Facebook <laughs> and to our Facebook mentors and our Facebook friends and all of the Facebook employees that spend literally a lot of time on it. Spend a lot of time yeah. in this project and that were my cheerleaders and our cheerleaders mm -hmm. behind, you know doors and um we had excellent excellent faithful employees and committed for us to succeed yeah. in this project and that is that says a lot of a company mm -hmm. um this employee for sure i mean oh my god i I will be forever grateful of each one of them. And yeah. there are too many for me to mention because <laughs> I don't want to forget anybody. But if you're listening, you know who but you are. But if you're listening, you know who you are. I love you, love you, love you forever. Thank you for believing in Esposas Militares Hispanas and for trusting us yeah. and for giving us the opportunity to do this. Mm -hmm. And we started Esposas Militares in a group in Facebook. And yeah. if it wasn't for Facebook, we would not be here. You wouldn't have ever gone on your first tour. Never. <laughs> never. You're a successful touring celebrity. <laughs> Thanks, Facebook. Um, but that brings us to the end of our ep this episode. I want to thank my mother for joining me again. 
And um, also, if you want to see more of Esposas Militares, or if you want to read more about it, or if you want to visit the website, or if you want to check out Operation Barrier Breaker, you can definitely go to the website or to their Facebook. It's going to be linked in the description of this podcast, so you can definitely go check it out. Um, And then that, yeah, like I said, that brings us to the end of the episode. And you can listen wherever you want to listen. You can watch wherever you want to watch. And I will see you on the next one. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you.